Hello, 88.9. I'm Chloe Yang, and I'm joined here today with Susan Blake, a Mercer Island alumni from the graduating class of 1960, the third graduating class at Mercer Island High School. She's raised all three of her children on Mercer Island and is super involved in our community. She served on many leadership boards, including being president of the Mercer Crest PTA, a member of the Mercer Island School Board, a representative for the Washington State School Directors Association, served on the Mercer Island City Planning Commission, the Mercer Island City Council, and was president of the Mercer Island Historical Society. 88.9 is so incredibly lucky to have you here. Miss Blake, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. What inspired you to be so involved within our community? Well, I grew up in a time when community was really an extension of your family. And I had great role models. My grandparents, my parents were all dedicated to service. So service was always an underlying theme in my development. And um, when asked to serve, I served. Was there any specific activity, event, or volunteer opportunity that stands out to you which had sparked your love for community service? Well, my children started school in the 70s, in the early 70s. And when your children start school, that's a real introduction to community because there's a lot to be involved with. So through PTA, I became very involved in school issues. And I had two little kids in school, a kindergartner and a first grader, and I had a preschooler at home. So I got involved in school activities when I was president of the Mercer Crest PTA. Uh, There was a position on the board called school board liaison, and I couldn't find a volunteer to take that position. So I started going to the school board meetings as a liaison because there were very interesting things happening in the early 70s. There was rapid growth on the island, and I was sitting there in the school board meetings as an observer when one of the school directors had to resign because he was moving. So they had asked for somebody to fill in for the rest of the two-year term. And a friend of mine on my PTA said, I'm going to put an application in. Why don't you? I thought, oh, sure. I knew what they were doing at the time, and I was right there with it. So I did. And of course, they didn't select either one of us women. They (laughs) appointed an attorney and a very nice fellow who was the husband of one of my great friends on the PTA. And so um, a few months later, I had a phone call from the woman who is the director of the at then Citizens Advisory Council to the school board. And she said, I understand you're interested in running for the school board. And I said, oh, no, (laughs) I was interested in just filling in and helping out for a few months until somebody did run. And she said, "Um, well, we think uh, you'd be good if you would uh, consider doing it. And I said, well, if you can't find anybody else to do it, call me back, which was my typical way of getting people off the phone. And lo and behold, weeks later, she called back and she said, well, we couldn't find anybody else to do it. But she said in talking about it, A lot of people said they'd give you money and help with your campaign if you would run. So I gave it some thought, and I thought, oh, well, when asked to serve, you do it, was the ethic that I was brought up with. So uh, I ran for the school board and was elected, and I was the first Mercer Island High School graduate to serve on the Mercer Island School Board. Awesome. That sounds like such a great opportunity. Where was Mercer Crest? Because now Mercer Island's four elementary schools are Lake Ridge Island Park, 
West Mercer in Northwood. Mercer Crest was just um, north of the high school. It was north of the of the ball fields right okay. there, just right next door to the um, central administration building. Okay, so not too far away. No, no. Now, the fun part about being the first Mercer Island graduate to serve on the school board is that one of my former teachers was the director of curriculum, and he rolled his eyes and he looked at me and said, you know, I always knew the day would come when one of my former students would serve on this school board. But in all my wildest imagination, I never thought it would be you. And to add to his nightmare, at that point, uh, another woman was elected to the school board in that same race, and we became a majority of women for the first time in the history of Mercer Island. We had a majority of women serving on the school board. And that was only remarkable because there were no um, administrators in the district, no principals, vice principals, or central office administrators that weren't men. And during that time on the board, we interviewed and hired a new superintendent, and we made it as part of his plans and goals to really promote and advance women to positions of administration in our school district. And I'm happy to tell you, at the end of my 10 years on the board, we had female principals, vice principals, and central office administrators. And shortly after I left the board, Mercer Island hired its first female superintendent with Dr. Wilma Smith, and she was very progressive and a really great superintendent. I love that representation of women on the school board. I think right now there are quite a few, and yes. they're doing a great job. Well, they are, and I'm happy to say that I was sort of in the vanguard of women getting involved in positions of leadership. Are there any aspects of Mercer Island or even the high school that really haven't changed over the years? I think that the, the stress on excellence is still here. And it's still a very, um, it's a very saleable thing. The sports teams win and lose, and they have better years and wonderful years and, and some um, in different sports. But I think the, the quality of the teaching staff and the striving for excellence and the involvement of the community in the schools is still strong, and I appreciate that. You mentioned the sports teams, how depending on the year, they're either up or down. But whenever I'm in the gym, I always look at the district and state flags we have hanging. And I believe there are also a few years where we had national champions. Do you remember any sort of news about that? I think during those national champion years were when I was living abroad. I heard about them. And Mercer Allen has always um, done well in sports because we have a very active sports community. I mean, a lot of parents involved in coaching a little little soccer teams and little football and baseball. And those are really the springboard for some good athletic involvement. For sure. Can you tell me a little bit about the Mercer Island Historical Society? The Mercer Island Historical Society was founded in 1956 or 7, I forget. It's an organization that is dedicated to preserving the history of the island do you have any fun facts about the history of Mercer Island, or is there any specific event or day that really stands out to you? Not specifically. I mean, my memories of Mercer Island are, of course, growing up here during a time of rapid change when new development was happening all the time to the sort of settling out. 
During my time on the Planning Commission, I served um, by request of the then city mayor because we had just been through the disposition of a lot of property when I was on the school board. We had dealt with uh, closing and and putting to alternative use a lot of property and, and buildings. So I had spent 10 years noodling all these land use issues. So I served on the planning commission with some really excellent people who were very skilled in different areas, and I was just there as sort of the resident busybody. But when I served on city council, I was the liaison to the planning commissions for about 20 years. I really was involved in land use issues here on the island and really noticed the change, and it was sort of the topping out of rapid growth. And in the 80s and 90s, there was a lot of redevelopment of the island. And I think, you know, we look at certain things and we go, I think I was just talking to your um, teacher here and he was remarking about, well, I worked at, you know, the whatever that used Mm -hmm. to be on that corner. And I'm saying, oh, yeah, I remember that. So there's a lot of new things where old things used to be. I think the, the big thing that broke my heart recently was when we could not save the East Seattle School. It was torn down because it was just old and it couldn't be refurbished without extraordinary cost. So it broke my heart. I was president of the Mercer Island Historical Society when that decision was made and there was no way we could preserve that old building and that was too bad. That's so sad. I know there's the old Boys and Girls Club? That was the old East Seattle School. Yeah. Okay, because I was going to say that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the land, but... Yeah, yes. And it's going to be redeveloped. I think the man who bought the property when it was surplused for the city and the schools, um, and he paid a huge ransom for it, but it was with an eye toward developing home sites. And that'll be the last big parcel of land to be developed into home sites. Kind of breaks my heart because I remember growing up, we would always do like basketball camps or volleyball camps there. And that gym just holds a lot of memories. It holds a lot of memories for me, too. I lived in the East Seattle area and we used to have a key to the gym and the neighborhood would go down. We had great neighborhood volleyball games in that gym. Super fun. Have you ever considered running for public office? Not beyond my community. I felt an honor and a service to my community. Uh, It's a great privilege to serve uh, as a representative of your community, but I haven't had political ambitions of that sort. I've always been a volunteer. Um, I appreciate working with volunteers, and some of the best minds and some of the best people I know were people I met through my volunteer work. I think that with your resume and all the work that you've done for our community, you'd pretty much be the perfect person for that job. Well, I'm pushing my 81st year and uh, really happy. I I was watching this morning uh, a discussion with uh, Jackie Spear, who just retired from the U.S. Congress, and she said, it's time for a new generation. I sincerely believe that there there is a call for youth to be involved in politics and leadership and community service. And I certainly respect and appreciate it when 
young people step up to those choices and those, those positions. Speaking of leaders who've made a great influence, Stanley Ann Dunham, who happens to be former President Barack Obama's mother, also went to Mercer Island High the same time as you. What do you remember about her? Well, Stanley and I were great friends. I met Stanley when we were both brand new students at Mercer Island High School at Student New School Enrollment. And uh, I sat down and she was sitting there. She says, hello, I'm Stanley Dunham and I'm new. And I said, you're what? And she said, I- I'm Stanley. I know. My dad wanted a boy. And she rolled her big brown eyes and she said, so I'm Stanley Dunham. And I said, well, nice to meet you, Stanley. And we became great friends. She had a wicked sense of humor, and she was very bright, and I always enjoyed having classes with her. And it was not the model back in the 1950s to do team teaching and team team projects in schools. So whenever we had an opportunity to do any kind of a team project, I always got Stanley as a partner because she was so smart. I appreciated her humor and her brains, and she was great fun. We were talking about her a little bit earlier with Joe, and a few weeks ago there was a painting dedication at the high school. So how did that go? That was lovely. It was lovely to have all the uh, people who were there to honor her as as Barack Obama's mom, and uh, and for her scholarship. I think that was the thing that I appreciated, was there was so much attention to the fact that her scholarship was one of the remarkable things about her personality. But she was only 18 years old when she had Barack. She went to the University of Hawaii and started traveling under the identity of Ann Dunham. And uh, she met her husband, Barack, and she had her baby within a year from graduating high school. And uh, that was very precocious. And she raised that baby and his sister in foreign countries. She sent him back to Hawaii, and he was really, really, I think, influenced a lot by his grandparents. I love her mom and dad. And uh, they were they were great people. And I didn't get to see Stanley again after I first met her and her baby, uh, fall of 1961, because I left and went to Europe and spent two years abroad. And so it was um, it was a good relationship, and we corresponded back and forth. And I have a lovely box full of letters from her from when we were young. I know you told Joe about the story of you and Barack, but would you like to tell our audience? Oh, when um, Stella and I were visiting, she had a tiny new baby. I had two younger brothers at the time. We were sitting in my mother's living room having iced tea and sugar cookies, and she said, oh, the baby's pooped. And she looked at me and she said, here, you know how to do this. And she handed the baby to me, so I changed the baby's diaper. And it's probably my claim to fame is that I changed Barack Obama's diaper when he was brand new baby. That is definitely an interesting connection to <laughs> former President Barack Obama. Well, thank you, Miss Blake, for joining me on the radio today to share your wisdom and experiences living on Mercer Island. 88.9 is very honored to have you here today. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Chloe Yang from KMIH 88.9 The Bridge.